hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey friends, welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to comfort friends when you feel inadequate. I know this is a hard topic, but it has been on my heart. So I know that God has placed this on my heart because someone needs to hear this message. In the last couple of weeks, I've had several friends suddenly finding themselves in really uncomfortable spaces and hurting situations. So we're going to dive into this difficult topic and do the best we can to navigate it and give you some tips and tricks for helping some friends who are in difficult situations when you feel inadequate to comfort them. Do you have friends in hard seasons currently? Maybe friends who are having a hard time adjusting to change, friends who are anxious and depressed and worried, maybe scared friends who are having a hard time in their marriage, friends who have lost a loved one. Oh, so many people right now are just hurting with COVID ending. It is positive, but a lot of relationships have been damaged and people are finding themselves anxious, afraid, worried, or just in a really hard space. How do you come alongside them and provide comfort? I know many times I feel inadequate to help or to reach out. I feel like, what can I do to help? I'm just one person. How can I comfort this friend? I can't take away their hurt. I can't solve their marriage. I can't help with their depression. I don't know what I can do. But my heart just hurts for these friends. So here are some tips and tricks for some tangible ways that you can provide a little bit of love and comfort. Number one, just ask and be there to connect. Ask your friends what you can do. Maybe you can watch their kids, check in with them, make sure they're doing okay, bring them coffee or a meal or flowers, keep showing up. And don't take offense if they don't respond to you as you expected. If they don't say thank you, if they aren't warm and welcoming, if they don't have time to talk, if they don't want your help, 
That's not a problem. Don't take offense. Just know that they are in a difficult place and do what you can. Sometimes people are drowning in life. There's too much to reach out and just say what they need. It's too hard when everybody says, can I help? What can I do for you? To think about what practical things somebody can help and do for you when you're in that situation. So when you are in a place of stress and anxiety, sometimes the best thing to do as a friend is just to show up. Just say that you're going to come over for five minutes. You're bringing coffee. I'm going to swing by your house. I'm going to drop off some coffee. What kind do you want? I'm going to the store. I'm going to the market. Can I pick up anything for you? Something easy that they can say yes or no to. Just show up on their doorstep and tell them, I was just in the area. I wanted to give you a hug. I hope you're doing okay. And then that's all they need. Just five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it's too much to say, to plan a time, to come over, to hang out. Just tell them, I'm going to drop by. I'm really close. I just wanted to see you and say hi. That's all. Nothing too big. Just to say hi, just to give a hug. Sometimes those people who are in deep need are too deep. They're drowning and they don't have the words to tell you what they actually need. So take that onto yourself and bring a meal. Make a meal and say, hey, I just made some extra dinner for your family as I was making dinner for mine and I'm going to bring it on over. I'll be there in about five, 10 minutes. Throw it in the refrigerator. If you eat it, great. If you don't, that's fine. Those are an easy way to be there, to ask and to be connected and not to force yourself on anybody. The second thing to help your friends who may be in a difficult, rough situation is to emulate your favorite people who are so good at caring for others. We all know someone who is truly caring and has that caring spirit that God has gifted them with. We know people who visit the sick, listen, and just love on people. These are the people who have a gift for caring. So find these people, think about them in your mind, which people you know, we all know someone like this, and emulate how they reach out to other hurting people around them. Growing up, we had dear, dear friends, the doctor and his wife, and his wife was constantly helping people in our church. Whenever I would hear about somebody being sick, I would know she was going to go help them, or she was already talking with them, or she was dealing with somebody in a broken marriage. She just had the gift of caring and reaching out and connecting and visiting people in the hospital and bringing them flowers and taking care of them and being a listening ear. She was so incredible. So many people that she was reaching out to. Another man that we grew up with, a family, the husband was incredibly gifted at listening. He was such a good listener. He would be cued in on your conversation if you were listening to him and nothing else in the world mattered. He would engage with you with eye contact. He wouldn't rush to leave. He would ask questions and really want to find out how are you doing and how is this going? And he was genuinely concerned and listening to each and every person that came along his path during the day. 
I never saw him rush or try to leave or be rude to someone, even though his time might be cut short. Maybe his family needed to leave right that minute, but he was always considerate and kind. And you felt that you just had the world to spend with him, that he was gracious and wanted to listen to anything you had. He's such a gift for listening and connecting with people. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Another one of my friends was always so fun to talk to. He always had a listening ear, but he was humorous. He never tried to scoot out of the conversation quickly. He was always willing to lend a helping hand when there was somebody who needed help moving, somebody who needed crutches, somebody who needed a meal. He was always there. So these are the kind of people you want to emulate. Those people that are in your mind that you're realizing those people are the ones that care so much and they have been given the gift of caring by God. Emulate those people. Number three is just connecting. Sometimes we are not the best in a trained situation or a certain arena. And those who are hurting around us oftentimes need more professional help than we can give or we can offer. They may need a counselor that specializes in anxiety or depression. Maybe they need rental classes, helping smooth out parenting, like love and logic. Maybe they need help with their marriage or counseling. They need to go on a family vacation, just the two, the husband and wife and work on their marriage. Maybe Family Life Today has a bunch of conferences or maybe a program like Grief Share that helps you get through the loss of a loved one. Any of these bigger areas that are more professional and have the ability to reach into what your friend might be feeling, maybe what they might be going through at the moment. All these things can help. Sometimes it's really important to steer your friend in the right direction that might help them, to offer them assistance by giving them options, giving them other programs they can work with. But this step of connecting them to further help and further professional help oftentimes is a little bit more long-term solution. They may or may not be ready at the season that they're in currently to reach out for professional help. So sometimes this has to be more of a longer step, something that once they've realized where they are and what they're dealing with and that they can't fix it, then maybe it's time to seek some professional help. Fourthly, it's very, very important to pray. Oftentimes, I know I feel like I say, okay, I'll pray for you. But 
it doesn't really sink in that that's that important. I think of it as being at the lowest form of help because it's not very tangible. I can't see it. It just seems like I pray and I ask God, but I'm not actually bringing anything to these people. I'm not comforting them in any way. I'm not tangibly connecting their marriage or connecting them together or healing their anxiety. I'm not bringing back somebody that they lost. It's hard because you don't feel that you have a tangible thing that you're holding on to. But in actuality, prayer is the most important thing we can do. We are lifting up our fellow brother or sisters and asking our heavenly father to care for them, to comfort them and to love them like no one else can. We are coming before our mighty God who made the heavens and the earth and who is in control of all asking him to intercede in this situation. Prayer is so powerful. I often discourage it in my mind. And that's something from Satan just to say, prayer isn't that important. You're not really doing that much, but it is so important to be able to talk to God, our heavenly father, to come before him and to ask and to be genuine in asking and lifting up our friends who are hurting because God is the only one who is in control and can reach down to support these sweet friends. We really need to take a deep breath and be still before the Lord and be willing to let God use us. Just to reach out to our hurting friends by offering comfort, emulating people we know have the gift of comfort and service, pointing our friends towards help, and praying that God would walk with them during this dark season. We are all called to be God's hands and his feet and to minister to those around us, to reach out to a hurting world. This is a difficult thing to do, so difficult at times. But we know that just as God will give our friends strength and comfort as they walk through these dark places, he will also give us what we need to reach out in love to them. So I challenge you to just sit back, take a deep breath and come before God and ask, how can I help this person? How can I help this hurting person? I can't take away all of their hurt or their pain or their suffering, but I know that you are going to work through me and that I can be your hands and your feet. That is my prayer for you, that when you have friends who are going through difficult situations, especially people who might be worried or scared, anxious, depressed, maybe they moved and they're having a hard time adjusting. Maybe their relationship with their spouse has grown increasingly more difficult, especially during this pandemic when we're all in such tight, close quarters. Maybe they need to take time to reflect, to look inward, to work on themselves as far as depression, anxiety, comparison, guilt, all these things. I challenge you to sit before the Lord and to ask him, how would he want you to act? And how is he going to work through you in these difficult situations just to help and reach out to these friends? As always, I hope that you have a busy, vibrant day. 
Now, please, please don't forget to come check out our Facebook group. Come find hope and peace. Come find a community of women who are willing to step out, to connect, and to have so much fun. So please come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. Say hi, leave a comment. It lights me up so much to hear from you and know that you are enjoying the show. And if you have any ideas for episodes or things you would like to have more tips and tricks about in your day that would bring you more joy, I would love to hear them. So let's connect. Come on over to the Facebook group and let's talk. All right. As always, have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!